Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are, we have a lot of featured news for you today. We got a lot of news, honestly. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, we didn't do news last week, maybe even the last two weeks, right? Because it was Oscars, and then we did like the doubleheader review. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're backed up. We're backed up. Um, Some of it got cut because so, it was too old. But yeah, not we got really a lot this week. But we're going to go yeah. and get this thing going. Hey everyone, this is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Yeah, so um, I think we're, uh, Dylan is saving is, uh, the DC news as our, for our featured slots because there's a, a lot of DC stuff to talk about. Yeah, the DCT is piping hot this week. Not really, Pipe. but... <laughs> Heck yeah, bro. <laughs> All right, well, um, <laughs> let's uh, let's hear about that news, Dylan. Okay, we can start with some Marvel stuff. Oh, um, well, they're not They're not totally free of drama because they had a big um, firing uh, last week. Right. Um, so if y'all don't know, her name is Victoria Alonso. She's the Marvel Studios president of physical and post-production, um, VFX, animation, um, stuff like that. So she's basically, if Kevin Feige is like the creative like producer of movies, she does um, post-production, like uh, merchandising, uh, visual effects, stuff like that. Sure. So she's like, she's been there for like decades. She's one of the biggest names at Disney and the, I guess, second biggest name at Marvel. Um, yeah. So she was let go uh, <laughs> last <laughs> week. Um, and they said that she had some kind of, uh, Disney said she had some kind of like breach of contract. Um, But now like uh, Victoria and her side has uh, come out and basically have their own statement, of which course. is, um, well, I guess some of the history is like, she first like, kind of ruffled some feathers with with the um she spoke out against disney a bit with the florida's um oh did parental they? rights and education bill right okay. um so she was kind of against that and like called for disney to do to do more um and she would after that she was told that she couldn't do interviews anymore Oof. um she's basically like don't talk um yikes so the writing was on the wall already yeah um and she's also not allowed to produce for other companies but um she ended up producing a movie for netflix last year which she said she was given permission to do and now disney's like no it was a breach of contract wow um, sounds messy. but she the t is i'm not sure what's like gonna come out um but she says that she was asked to do something reprehensible and she refused to do it reprehensible um, and that's why she was si- she was silenced and then later fired so i'm like what does that mean what could it what could she possibly have been asked to do that was um, reprehensible? Like what what's on the table? Like what are we speculating? Well, she said um when she was terminated, uh she refused to do something she believed was reprehensible. Disney and Marvel made a really poor decision that will have serious consequences. There's a lot more to this story, and Victoria will be telling it shortly in one form or another. Um she's like a big champion. She's like latina and queer and um i will say she's also apparently like awful to vfx artists like no okay. one's really defending her because she seemed like maybe like a little bit of a monster to people so this is okay. very like nu- very nuanced sure. um but like she was like a big champion for diversity so i feel like maybe something happened where they were like you can't do this anymore and she disagreed with it and pushed back and something happened there that would be my guess yeah. anyway okay do, do you think we'll ever know she said she'll be telling us shortly. I hope so. I sure, want to know, but... like, lay it out, you know? I think we will because I think uh, she's suing Disney. Um, so I think they're going to have to go to court and we will know about that, you know? Sure. 
it'll be like, I hope it's like the Gwyneth Paltrow situation. Oh boy. And we <laughs> we just get like endless footage. That'd be pretty fun. Nonstop TikTok content. Yeah. Um that's what I'm here for, honestly. But they Marvel did say she was quote single handedly responsible for the um <laughs> which I think is BS for people not being happy in the VFX department, which we've talked about a few single handedly. I was like, she does work for people, you know. It's not like you know in, in a company that large, no one person is exactly. truly at fault. Who told her that the deadline was yesterday? She know? might have like, been very much at fault, but absolutely. solely. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I think they just need a fall guy, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> in better news, we do have a release date now for the Secret Invasion show. Oh, do we? A bunch of Marvel stuff has been kind of like paused or put on hold. Um, a lot of the release dates were changed from like seasons to coming soon on Disney. Just because they're like, let's slow down. We're, I think they've realized that they're doing too much too quickly. Good. So I think they might just be like staggering what they have a little bit more. Um, but we they added a release date for Secret Invasion, which is coming out June 21st. Okay. Um, awesome. And as a reminder, this is the one with um, Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn and Amelia Clark yeah. as a mystery character. Um, we really don't know anything about this show still. Uh, but... I'm excited for it. It, look, it looks that's good awesome. to me. Yeah, for sure. No, that's I, that's good. It seems like a good day because I think I feel like by the time June rolls around, we'll be like, man, we haven't had a Marvel show in a long time. You know, like I hope so. I'm already kind of feeling like we haven't. You know, like I, we'll see. She-Hulk but ended, we're but Dylan, like we're built different. True. True. Yeah. You know, but, we're not filthy casuals. Okay. But I don't know about you, but even I was getting like, oh my god, this is too much. No, I. Dylan, you know I was. You know I was. I already yeah. don't have the time to watch stuff. I feel like all of last year, every week we were reviewing a Moon Knight, a She-Hulk, or a or a Miss Marvel, Marvel. You know? Yep. Just a barrage. <laughs> um Yeah, you know, for sure. So I mean I, I do hope that does slow down. So um, this year is supposed to be Secret Invasion. I think X-Men ninety seven is supposed to come out too. And then um Echo, who knows? We don't know when that's coming out, but they have a bunch of stuff like in the can basically that they're just sitting on so i wonder i don't know hmm. at least we'll get secret invasion and we'll get um guardians three <laughs> that's all there <laughs> that's all we know for sure right now uh for this year isn't well uh... yeah guardian and then the marvels in the winter oh, so marvels is coming out still yeah there's a lot to look forward to they're always yeah is. um but a little less uh we also have um, Captain America New World Order to look forward to. This is a Captain America 4, basically the Sam Wilson movie, you know? Right. Um, it's shooting right now. And we got an announcement that um, Liv Tyler is returning uh, from The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Um, okay. And then there the next day, there were some set photos of her. This is... It's very common to announce a cast member before you know their photo will be taken like on set the next day. That way you can announce it before before the you know this photo's like, oh, why is Liv Tyler visiting the set? You know, it's right. like because they're shooting outside. Um, and here's the thing, Michael. This is like oh. a minor spoiler, or maybe a big spoiler, I don't know. Okay. So you can skip ahead 30 seconds if you care. Um, but the photos are of her and Sam, and he's in an arm sling and they're at like a funeral. In a cemetery. Okay. So like, What's going on here? Who died? So, um, okay. 
Someone's going to die in Captain America 4. I'm... Alert the media. I have a theory. Okay. Um, I was actually arguing with Hyde about it today. Um, oh, that's fun. <laughs> Harrison Ford is in this movie as um, Thunderbolt Ross. He's the recast of William Hurt. So he's playing her father. Okay. Um, I'm like, why else would Liv Tyler be at a funeral? You know? Right. And Harrison Ford has done the, no, I'm in one. You got to kill me off situation before, uh, before. So yes. Um, so I feel like it all kind of lines up to uh, Red Hulk or Thunderbolt Ross dying. You know what I mean? I, I mean, that makes sense, but what, I mean, but would they just really have no, Harrison Ford for one movie? I think you don't reintroduce a character like T-Bolt to just kill him in the first one. I, I mean, I, I mean, maybe you do, but like, reintroduce, little, like, like with a new actor, you mean, or yeah. Like why are you bringing back this whole new character just to kill him in the, in the same movie? Like a relatively he has important been around. character. Hmm. But he has been like been around. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but he's recast. So like, I don't know. That's like with a t- huge actor. You're right. Right. Yeah. That feels like a new character to me. Yeah. Everyone assumed with Harrison Ford that they would make him Red Hulk, you know? Like, right. I feel like that's the reason to hire Harrison Ford, you know, is to of like, give him something to do. Um, but I don't know. It could be old Steve. Uh, it could be. Man, I Isaiah, don't know. Isaiah, he's in the movie too. The the older um first Captain America. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. That'd be sad. But like why would Liv Tyler go to his funeral? I don't know. It's got I mean Thunderbolt Ross, I mean that 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 tracks. I had a good idea. He said maybe he dies and they're just like covering it up, like Thunderbolt Ross dies, but he becomes Red Hulk and Red Hulk exists. Oh, I see. Still, you know? Um I don't know. We'll so see. it's okay. Yeah, I mean when does this movie come? Not till next year, right? Oh, you know, twenty twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, sometime, sometime, never. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so we have some Star Wars news. Star Wars oh. Skeleton Crew. It's that show with um, is this the Jude Law one? I don't <laughs> I, know. I get the, is this I get live the, action or animated? Yes, it's this is the live action one with Jude Law. It's a New Republic era um Star Wars show coming out. And okay. um, they added the Daniels, the directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once, as the directors of an, an episode, just one. Um, when I initially saw the news, I was like pretty concerned, Michael. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, stay protective away. of the directors I like from the Star Wars franchise. And frankly, Marvel and DC as well. Like, yeah, agreed. It's, it's scary. Um, Especially with directors of like cinema, you know. Yeah. But I feel like it's like even worse for Star Wars, just given the Absolutely. amount the amount of directors that have been have dropped out of projects is like I could count I couldn't count it on two hands. You know what I mean? Absolutely. However, it this seems, is just one episode of a show. Exactly. So I feel like it's different. Like they're just doing a little guest spot. They posted on their story. They said, "LOL at all of us at all the people adding us getting sucked up by the corporate machine can chill. These headlines are always misleading. Don't worry, we aren't working on a whole series. We're just guest directing one episode." Um, so it seems like it's just like a fun little, we're going to play in star Wars situation, but, and that's fine. I'd love, I would love them to have every opportunity they like, but I would, I hope this doesn't open the door to like a full star Wars movie or something like that. Cause it will be poorly received. Well, isn't, um, star Wars celebration like about to be like next week. So we're about to get a bunch of new stuff. It's in the Europe though. So. They're maybe that's, announcing three movies or something. That's what Matt was telling me. Matt was telling me that 
they're going to be announcing three movies. He's like, and and he was like, what if it's the Ryan Johnson? Like, Matt, it's not. It's, it's not. not. That's not happening. I would love that. Actually, no. He was more. Um, what if they're reannouncing Rogue Squadron? I was like, I think that that I think that project's dead too. I think no. That's I don't not- think th- I don't think they're going to accept um, Patty Jenkins. You know, she did yeah. one bad DC, and now her career is over that's too. Game over. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for the episode though. <laughs> yeah, me too. I bet it'll be good. Um, okay, so. This is like a quick dumb one. Um, it's a, a video game. Apparently it's being made um, adapting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Last Ronin. And the Doug Rosen, who is the vice president of the studio producing it, said it's um, God. It's like God of War. <laughs> <And it's laughs> the story of The Last Ronin arc, which is set in a future where only one of the turtles uh, survived. Um, I don't know. D- it's just Dylan, so, that's look, what I mean about it being dumb. It's so easy to be like it's God of War Turtles, you know. I, okay, so I worked at GameStop for ten years, as I'm sure many of you uh, listeners already know. <laughs> before I worked at Bedrock for uh, ten years, um, that is how you market games. It's the worst and it's the most obnoxious thing. Every game that's coming out that I'm supposed to take a pre-order on, it's like it's like this. Insert AAA title here. Oh, this game. Oh, it's like God of War meets more like, meets Borderlands. Is it? No. Oh, it's like this. It's it's like, you know, it's like Laura Croft. It's like Tomb Raider. Is it? It's not. It's just, you, you know. You would like that. Yeah, you would really like that, wouldn't you? You should really like it to be like God of War. You mean the Game of the Year award-winning um, God of War? No, it's probably not going to be like that. I mean, I don't want to say. Uh, who's making this game? What studio? I don't know. Some Somebody. <laughs> but um, Doug. Doug is making it. Doug. Uh, I feel like it's just like a good lesson for anyone pitching something like I know that's like the easy thing to do, but like, I don't know, people have pitched comics to us and we read comic solicitations all the time. And I feel like, of it's course, always like Avengers meets Game of Thrones, you know, it's like, what is right. that? number one, that means nothing. It's number like the two, boys, but supernatural. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like the boys meets. It's like the boys in space. other popular show. Yeah, it's like the Walking Dead, but. No, no, with animals. Yeah, I I hate it. So it, that's that's the, like the laziest way to pitch your stuff. I mean, granted, this isn't a pitch yet. This is just like an announcement. So whatever. But still, yeah. Um, I don't think this will get made. It's just <laughs> I don't know. It's just my feeling. Um, we'll see. It's a video game might not even get made when you have a trailer, you know. So. Someone talking about how they'd like to make it is. A, Wouldn't it be cool if? Yeah, it's giving DC <laughs> announcing a movie. It's giving Sony and the Spider Verse. How dare you, Madam Web is coming out. Okay, it's shot and booked. Uh, no, I'm talking about the first Spider Verse with oh. Rhino and Craven and the Sinister Six movie. The Sinister Six <laughs> and franchise. the Black and Silver and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, remember those. And, Remember those movies? Um. Okay, Madam Web's coming out February 2024. I want you to keep that bookmarked, okay? February 16th, it's a Valentine's Day movie. You and Lori can have some plans. <laughs> I'll put them up, I'm going to put it on my calendar right now, aggressively but typing. That's all my news I have for okay. uh, all my non-DC news. Well, let's hear about that live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. 
Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I'm going to go first, and I'm picking a book from IDW, Dylan. IDW. Ooh. That's right. Uh, Dungeons Crashing. and Dragons Saturday Morning Adventures number one. It's a uh, a new um, kids, a targeted at kids D and D comic. Um, looks really cool. Uh, the, it's got a couple of really good covers. I haven't gotten to read it yet, but I'm really looking forward to reading it this week. I saw that. It looks pretty good. Yes, There's it's also based a on the old novel for the movie. I don't know if you th- knew that. There is. There is. Are I you going to read it? No. Michael, I'm I'm okay. Um, but this is this is uh based on the the '80s cartoon series. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, my pick is a graphic novel. It is called Wonder Girl Homecoming. It is the Yara Floor, kind of like the complete complete Yara Floor stuff. So it like covers her initial run and then the Future State miniseries and other little tie-ins. I think it's got like ten issues total. Um, but cool. it's a really nice hardcover for thirty nine ninety nine. Nice, very cool. Um, okay, well then let's get to the news. Um, I will go first. Uh, I have a small one from for video games. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre asymmetric um, multiplayer game, meaning the one that's like, um, what you call it? Dead by Daylight. Um, I'm excited. Just, they just put out a new trailer for it uh, with a release date, which is going to be... August 18th, 2023, uh, with May 23rd being the what are the technical test that we're calling betas now. So they're gonna do a they're gonna do a technical test, 525. Um, and then 818, we have the full release. And I'm very excited for this. I think I think this is a really interesting uh take on this genre. So I'm looking forward to it. Was, yes, it does. It looks super cool. Um I have some dark tower news, Dylan. Uh-oh. Dylan, d- it's not it's, good. <clears throat> no, 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 it's good. It's real good. It's oh. time. Oh, what, what okay. is it? Is there something I didn't hear about? Um, I heard some bad news, but sorry, go ahead. Okay, so um, Mike Flanagan was doing an interview uh, talking about his upcoming Dark Tower project. Um, he's on. It was on some podcast called the Script Apart podcast, saying that uh, what does he say here? the The thing about the King universe is that it's all connected. Uh, and the nexus point for those connections is the Dark Tower. In the Dark Tower universe, there are all these other characters from the King world that come into play in different ways. When you make changes to the source material to introduce characters who could have played a very important role in the story, Doctor Sleep was written after the Dark Tower was finished. Uh, and he go- then he goes on to say that he would like to see Abra Stone um, as a breaker. If you've read the Dark Tower, you know what that means. Um, or And then he goes on to talk about some other ways that Rose the Hat or other characters could... And he would like to see them in his Dark Tower adaptation. But uh, I'm curious what you saw, Dylan. I just saw something. I only know the headline, but he said like the movie that came out recently has like stifled the show. And that 
like the reason it's taking so long is because the oh, studio well. feels like the public is soured on the IP because of the recent movie. Oh, oh I completely agree with that. Yeah, there, there, there's that article um, <laughs> where Flanagan says that the 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 Idris Elba movie, quote unquote, salted the franchise, meaning he's got to take a different approach and sort of come at it from a different perspective because that movie tanked so hard. But I think people don't even remember that that movie came out. Luckily, no one saw it. Right, right. I think like you could just you could put out a dark a, another dark tower thing and not even acknowledge that another thing ever existed and nobody would question you. Or very <laughs> few people would question it, I think. As long as it looked cool, people would go. I agree. Um okay. Um Dylan, do you like House of a Thousand Corpses? No. No? Have you seen it? No. Okay. It's Rob Zombie's first movie, if you don't know. Um so back when he made good movies. Um oh. he, I mean, let's be real. Uh, he he's made uh, two good ones, I think. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is the first one. Devil Jujex is the second one. Anyway, this you is kind of respect the monsters. Dylan, come on. <laughs> um, so interestingly enough, this is something you don't see very much these days. But um, so this is the 20th anniversary coming up this year for this film, and they are going to be releasing a special. Blu-ray Steelbook uh, next month at Best Buy featuring a brand new commentary track, which is interesting. Uh, it seems like a weird addition, right? Like it's um a, a weird thing to do these days, you know, like um go back and make new stuff for a physical release. So do you think that means something new is coming or? I mean, he made three movies. I don't know. I think he's done with it with these, but I mean, we'll see. I, what I would really like to say is that I really do miss commentary tracks, generally me speaking. Too. Like that's like the worst thing for me about, uh, or not just commentaries, but special features just in general. Um, I miss them being included on discs, and not to sound like an old man, but like you know, you don't get that on netflix i can't just switch i mean maybe some of the maybe some things do have commentary tracks but generally they don't why did that go away i i don't well i mean wouldn't it be really easy to switch like your an alternate audio track yeah and then there's got to be some licensing thing for it like when they record those things they're only recorded they're only allowed to license them for physical media or something because they have all that data still because every time they re-release you know movies they recycle the same old commentary tracks um, and I love the commentary track for the first House of, House of a Thousand Corpses. It's really funny because Rob Zombie had never made a movie before. And he's just like, it's just him by himself. Nope. Just like talking. And he's clearly very um, annoyed at the process. It's just really funny. Um, but moving on, we got an announcement of a new project uh, coming to Paramount called Bella. It's uh, starring Samara Weaving. Uh, shout out to last week, uh, the screen review. Um, this is going to be an action thriller for Paramount Pictures. Um, and I don't know, to me, it sounds a little bit like John Wick. So, uh, set against the backdrop of an unprecedented crime wave that gripped New York city in the 1980s, Bella is a hyper stylized action thriller about a cop's daughter who, after her father clings to life following an assassination attempt, goes on a rampage to unearth her father's assassin and weed out deep rooted corruption in the New York city police department. It just sounds like, um, blonde. Yeah. Atomic blonde. I don't know, but I do like Samara weaving. So I would give that a, uh, maybe, a consideration i don't know i agree yeah just another an interesting little announcement there um 
So A24, we've been reporting, is going to be doing Crystal Lake, the uh, Friday the 13th TV series. Mm -hmm. um, we were expecting it to come out this year. However, it is no longer going to be coming out this year. It's coming out 2024. There is no date. Uh. Yes. But um, Stephen King shared a... Um, I'm sorry. Not Stephen King. Adrian King. Excuse me. Um, actress Adrian King, who is going to be... Uh, bring reprising a role or maybe not reprising a role sorry is going to be on the show in some capacity um she shared some updates and one of them said hashtag coming 2024 so lame yeah there we go so that is unfortunately we have to wait a little bit longer from that it's going to be if you don't remember it's from a24 peacock and brian fuller and brian fuller is fantastic uh, hannibal and other things so a little bit longer to wait on that um in other uh re what do you call it remakes for tv mo uh moves the the new exorcist yeah. show um reportedly linda blair is going to be um appearing in the upcoming legacy sequel um film it's a show oh it's a movie. no i'm sorry yeah yeah no no it's a it's a film um so linda blair is going to be reprising her role as reagan mcneil um uh, sources say that Blair was only on set for a few days, so she's not in the film all that much. But her her return to the franchise would, oh God, my eyes are rolling, should make some fans' heads spin with excitement. <laughs> you get it? Because like, it's the, it's the Exorcist and like, God, huh. oh God. Um, anyway, but that is cool. Um, but it's again, it's David Gordon Green's The Exorcist, and boy, I was a lot more excited for this movie. Um, a couple of years, I would have been way more excited a couple of years ago. Um, and I was really excited until Halloween ends came out because kills wasn't good, but you know, but it was 50 50, right? But I'm hoping this is good, hoping this is good. We'll see. Um, continuing on the old remake trend, so we got an announcement of something fully out of left field, something that I was not aware of, I don't think anybody was talking about. Um, but Chris Carter, the creator of the X-Files, uh, was doing an interview with somebody, uh, a, a chat with Gloria Marneco uh, on some television show uh, talking about uh, Ryan Coogler. <laughs> Here's what Chris Carter says. I just spoke to a young man, Ryan Coogler, who's going to young remount man. the X-Files with a diverse cast. So he's got his work cut out for him because we've covered so much territory. Um, so it looks like Ryan Coogler is bringing the X-Files back, which I think is a very exciting announcement to just drop on some crappy show that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. No, no offense to Gloria, right? Like, but that's like a big deal to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe that's not a big deal, but like. It's a big deal. Because I, I think the X-Files is a, like a foundational show for, it did a lot for TV. It, it bridged the gap. So like Sopranos and the wire were like the ones that really like elevated TV to be good. But like X-Files was before that. And it was like, it was TV that everyone was watching and everyone was talking about. It was a very like destination program in the nineties. Um, and, and it, and it got schlocky. It got bad, of course. Um, but it's the bones of that show. So many times. Right. And honestly, the only way to do the X-Files again is to redo it. And Ryan Coogler, man, sign me up for that. That sounds awesome. So 
Moving on, um, we have a, we have a date to uh, Jordan Peele's next film. We don't know what it is uh, or what it's about, but it is coming out in December, uh, December twenty fifth, twenty twenty four. So it's coming out on Christmas next year. We get a Christmas Dang. present from Jordan Peele. It's appointment viewing, whatever it is. And oh, absolutely. Now, I don't think his stuff normally hits its dates. Yeah. So like. I don't think, aside from COVID concerns, obviously, um, I think yeah, nope. I can't think of any delays. Like, so that's. Would you go see? Do you are you team movie on Christmas? Yeah, actually, Christmas Day because I Christmas feel like Day. after you do a bunch of stuff, like it's kind of like a lull, you know? Like, oh, what do we do? I'm I'm team going to the movies. Yeah, I I haven't seen a movie on Christmas in a very long time. But Same. I, I'm I am pro it. What's the last movie you saw on Christmas? Do you remember? I do. Mine's very old. I was a child. It was Ollie, remember. the Will Smith movie. Oh, okay. It was a long time ago. But I'm I like the idea. I just I, I feel like what the, mine was. I feel like there hasn't been like a big movie that I wanted to go see on Christmas in a long time. But that is exciting to say the least. And then we have two trailers to get to. Um so there's a this is the reverse of how these things normally happen. There's going to be a Japanese remake of an American horror movie. Um, normally, that's the other way around. Dylan, have you ever seen the 1999 or eight film Cube? I assume you haven't. I haven't, but I'm only familiar with it because you've talked about it before. <laughs> I love I, Cube. I love Cube. Cube is a really wild sci-fi horror movie about these people who are it's very like Saw-esque where people are sort of um, captured in a prison and put in this giant cube or is it like a, it's like a series of cubes. Like if you're familiar with Star Trek, it's like the Borg cube. Like the, it's one big cube and then they go from room to room and there's traps and they're trying to escape. And, you know, there's a evil organization running the cubes and, you know, nothing is really explained in the first one. Um, but there is a Japanese remake of it that is coming out very soon by a boy who is making it. I don't remember his name, but it's coming out on Screenbox on April 11th. So I, there is a trailer out. What did you think of the trailer, Dolan? Meh. I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, look, I'm gonna be real. I I thought it was meh too. Like I love cube, but it looks, it looks the same as cube from 1999. They didn't, it, it doesn't look exciting, which is really unfortunate. Like I feel like I've seen it. I love Cube. I think Cube is really an interesting movie, but this it felt really dated. The trailer, maybe it's because they were it, it remaking it. Like a worse. Um, what's the movie where they're in the traps? Saw. No, the bad ones. The re- the recent ones. Um, oh, um, it's like a puzzle, and they're dying. Uh, escape room. <laughs> escape room. Yeah, it looks like a worse escape room. You know. Too. It's not it's not too dissimilar from Escape Room. It's not too dissimilar, like the concept. And then there's three, there's two more cubes. There's cube two hypercube and then cube cubed. Um, I've never seen cube cubed, but cube two hypercube is too much. I like the first one. First one, first one, solid watch. But because it came out in 99, you know, you're sort of prepared for it to be kind of a little bit more corny. But uh, go check out the trailer for it. Um, if you've never seen the original cube, I'd probably still stick with the original cube. Um, but Dylan, the biggest trailer of the week, the biggest trailer of the week. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Had you had you seen this before I shared it? Yes. Okay. So it made the rounds. Twenty years after the release of The Room, infamous film figure Tommy Wiseau is set to return with his new project, Big Shark. Um, that's right. So he hasn't made a movie in twenty years, and the first movie he's making is a giant killer shark movie, and it looks terrible in like and and sticking with tommy wiseau fashion go, oh, first of all pause it go watch the trailer because trailer don't make any sense like no. half of the trailer is a boxing match like so many letters so many titles uh hard yeah. to read text <laughs> did yeah. he cut the trailer of course he did you know he did you know he did, did a but... paragraph of text mm-hmm so it is gonna hit, it's gonna get a limited <laughs> a limited theatrical run, um, in California, and New York. Dang. Oh well, you know what? You know back. what, Dylan? April second, it's gonna be in New Orleans. Road trip. Uh, yeah. What are you doing on Sunday? <laughs> He's gonna be there. I'm sure. Right? Of course, he has to be. But um, anyway, I don't know. I I don't anticipate this hitting um, a wide release. It looks atrocious. Um, and in that Tommy Wiseau way where like it's it's bad, it's so bad that it's good, but it also circles back to being bad again. You know, it's like it goes all the way around. So you really Yeah. I don't know. I just wonder terrible. if you can like capture that again. I feel like it's like only good the first time, you know, like the charm of Right. Because that like passion project. Because well, because this doesn't feel like that. This is this feels like any one of those sci-fi yeah like what was the meth gator you know mega shark versus giant octopus it feels like one of those types of movies because the shark looks really terrible but do yourselves a favor and go watch the trailer for big shark i wish you would just do another drama you know that'd be more interesting to me well dylan but this is a drama with a shark well dylan the, the guys were boxing which symbolizes the fight and the struggle that they're going to have with the shark in with the big shark later on in the picture but seriously, why are they boxing for like the minute, the first minute of this trailer? It's terrible. Trailer is very poorly made. Go watch it. But that's all I I've mean, got. That's, that's, all, that's all the news I have this week. Um, let's hear about all those tabletop events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge. We run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7 p.m. till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and it is time to talk about all the DC 
news and tea news news slash tea yeah and speculation so we love to see it what do we got what's what's been going on okay so the first one i'm sure everyone already knows about the uh, behind the scenes shazam versus black adam okay oh boy the, the feud that no one asked for um and the one, no one cares about it's kind of one-sided also um at least publicly <laughs> because the rock hasn't really said anything this is um for those who don't know zachary levi who plays shazam um trashing the rock or uh yeah dwayne johnson uh publicly um I guess we can talk about like whether or not we believe it after, but the it started with a news article from the Rap, who is a reputable um right. publication. They said um in Shazam Fury of the Gods, uh the Justice Society from Black Adam um were recruited. We're recruiting Shaz- oh spoilers for Shazam. <laughs> um, I mean it's been out enough. They're fine. The post credit scene is um a couple of the peacemaker actors recruiting Shazam to the JSA, which is kind of weird. But originally, apparently, it was supposed to be a couple of JSA members appearing and recording okay. Shazam. Um, but they said The Rock denied access to David S. Sandberg. He's the director. Um, and had to make a last minute decision to add Amelia and John. Those are the Peacemaker characters. Um, okay. His wife. Interesting. <laughs> that happened. Um, it says Dwayne The Rock Johnson attempted to restructure the DCEU, centering around him and Henry Cavill's Superman. <laughs> The Rock didn't allow Zachary Levi to cameo in a post-credit scene for Black Adam either. Um, I guess presumably because he's not big enough, like a big enough character. He wanted Superman. Um, oh, of course. Uh, what is then, with The Rock not getting like his realizing his station? But anyway, I don't go know. on. He's like personifies not knowing your lane. I feel like right. Um, but like. Not in the Rock's offense, but like to expand on that, why are they giving Dwayne Johnson that much power to veto characters from a different movie? You know, like well, look at look at what they're doing, Dylan. Their their whole situation is in shambles. I know, but we, I would just be like, I'm sorry, Dwayne. It sucks to suck, but like these are our <laughs> characters, and we're gonna be using them. You, you don't own the JSA. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. You know, That's you know. Wild. To explain, to maybe kind of explain where The Rock is at with this, like, think about it like this. He came from being truly the top, top, top person in his profession, worldwide, globally known, universally loved in the profession, right? Like the number one professional wrestler in the world had crossover appeal. Everybody knew The Rock. Everybody knew the, you know, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? You know, like he was, he was famous, man. He was a big deal. He had power. And now he doesn't, you know, or and he had not, drive too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, but you know, he he had all this uh sway that he didn't have anymore. And this authority to he could make or break stuff in WWE. You know what I mean? Like he could make stuff, make stuff happen, make stuff be popular, make stuff not be popular, whatever. But now I think he's maybe, no, maybe not, maybe realizing that this is, he doesn't have that in Hollywood or sports with it's the tricky XFL. because I think people do go to the, a movie to see him or they're they like, do. he's still a huge name and like he a is. draw, you know? It's just like, it's really obvious to people when someone is like trying too hard. You know what I mean? It's right. like, if he, he's such a huge deal. Like, I think if he would just realize that and like chill, then people he'd be so much cooler. You know what I mean? Like, right. Absolutely. 
there's nothing worse than someone who's like a big deal and like clawing trying to claw their way like even higher you know and it's like, just <laughs> right. so like visible um he has tons of hits you know like he's got even right. his flops people don't like hate him for like rampage and skyscraper and right like, like he's he's almost bulletproof yeah he's know? fine <laughs> um but but like, like he just doesn't have the like he thinks he has all this say and authority well he does, he does apparently with dc yeah i guess i wanted to keep him happy so i guess i understand that this was before black adam flopped so they weren't like i guess they thought they had their next big hit with their star and they didn't want to they wanted to keep him around um but okay so this article came out and then mm-hmm. uh everyone's like oh that's crazy uh kind of seems like it may not be true <laughs> you know um, right it seems like i don't know i know you and i were discussing or it, it was discussed that like maybe this was fake um because it seems like a work it seemed, it seemed like pro, it seemed like pro wrestling right like when zachary levi's gotten a promo on the rock on instagram it seems he's, like it. The, he he's, shared it. The he's basically like, let me tell you something, Rock. <laughs> you know, it's like, and like, I would believe that. That's what I was saying. I would believe that this is a work if like there is a movie coming out with them or something, like any kind right. of plan. But it just seems like it all fell apart, and now they're just fighting. Um, so like, like I do actually like believe it, or I believe that Zachary Levi believes this. Um, right. Um, he expanded on it a bit. Um. He said the original intent was to have Hawkman and Cyclone uh, be there to invite me. So those are the JSA members. Um, so our intent, our desire, Walter Hamada, Peter Safran, David Sandberg, myself, everybody. We had an awesome scene that would have tied me to the JSA with Hawkman and Cyclone. Um, and we were thwarted, is what he said. By, oh, no, uh, not the thwarted. Rock. Um, he said, he said he went on to say, um, I'm not talking about these things, trying to blame anybody for our movie doing however well or not well it's doing not well is the answer uh, Zachary um, but <laughs> I don't know um, I think like we like we said it would it would have made sense to have him join the JSA and then be in Black Adam you know and I'm yes. wondering like now at this which is what we talked about during our review but at this point I'm wondering like was that is that something they would have liked to do? But Dwayne Johnson was like, "No, <laughs> you can't do that." Um, I don't know. It just man. seems insane. It seems it, insane to like edge out the uh, like your lead adversary. You know, right? Like it. This isn't wrestling. Like it's it. Like if it was a work, it makes sense, right? Like this only makes sense if it's a work. Yeah, and I don't get it. It's a really it's weird all connections story. too. Um, he I, he swapped out Superman for Shazam because number one, Superman's a bigger deal, so okay. it makes him it makes him look better. And number two, Henry Cavill's agent is Dwayne Johnson's ex wife, and they're still cool. So okay, it's, it's all the connections, you know. Um, I think it would have been a good look to have Shazam in it too. Like it would have made him seem more humble. Of know? course, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I... It's frustrating. It it, it because, is well because it's, it's it seems like also such a low stakes game that they're playing. Yeah, it's like I mean, there's like this this might not make sense to everyone, but like when you're at a big card game tournament and the top tables are done, you're in the last round. The t- table one, two, and three are done. The people that are going to win, right, are done with their game, but you still have to wait. For the table 10, the last place table to finish their game. 
Doesn't matter. You still have to wait for them to do their thing. It's such a low stakes game that is going on between Shazam. You know what I mean? Like I they just, clearly don't see it that way, though. Clearly, like I don't know. Like just he's also down. been mouth. Zachary Levi's also been like mouthing off, blaming marketing and everything else about of course. the movie. Everything but the movie not being good. Um. I think he's right to some degree. I think resetting the universe uh, after your movie is made does not really help. like, yeah, really hindered it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it's clear that he's tight with James Gunn, so he's going to be sticking around. I think so. Like, you can stop complaining now. It's it's hurting the it's hurting the brand. Yeah, it's it's not a good look. Just stop going live. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You're not the off the cuff dude. I think. Um. Yeah, it's not like Florence Pugh like cooking on her Instagram live. You know, it's like it's not cute. Know. Imagine if like during the those Disney dramas, like Scarlett Johansson was going live trashing Disney on Instagram. You know, it's just like it's it's real weird. But I guess he's that, out of a job, right? Like, I don't think so. I feel like he's gonna stick around. Although if he keeps this up, who knows? <laughs> Although James Gunn is no stranger to getting in trouble online and sticking around. So like, maybe he's sympathetic to that. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe. Man, I don't know. I don't this I I really just have a hard time understanding what's going on over there just in general. It's just like not that serious, you know Right. I mean? Like who who cares? It's like, like imagine if Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. were feuding before Civil War came out. It's like y'all are actors playing superheroes to like chill, you know. Can, like can you can you relax please? You got paid. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Anyway, though. um, we'll keep up with the Yeah, we'll keep the, you we'll keep you posted on all the with, Shazam. With the drums. Um, but <laughs> it's not looking good for the JSA as long as uh Dwayne's around. Yeah. Sorry, Hawkman. Anyway, um yeah. okay, so we I think we teased the Zack Snyder. Sorry, hard jump scare, hard pivot yeah. to Zack Snyder. Uh, um, he's back. <laughs> a whoop. Um and uh we teased his like we teased his tease uh about we did. Um, full circle uh and then he had like little images of his three dc movies that he posted um and we speculated that either it was a theater release or some kind of like con event um yeah and it's kind of like a mixture of what we thought it is a imax screening in los angeles of uh, man of steel uh, BVS and Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is showing in theaters for the first time um, with this one screen. And I guess you have like a little meet and greet with Zack Snyder after he's going to be there. I assume he'll do a little panel before the movie. Um, tickets are $150. Sold out in like a few minutes. Very of course. Quickly. Of course they um, did. Yeah, because it's one theater, you know. Well, and yeah, also, there's more so than a, there's more than like 500 Snyder fans. Snyder of, fans. Yeah, of course. So, easy sell. Um, I wonder why they couldn't, or if they don't want to, like make this a fathom event situation. You know, like, because it wouldn't perform as well as saying we sold out. We sold out in in a couple of minutes. Do you think they want to like put this? DC wants to put this behind them, and they're like, we we will not be expanding this. You know, like we're trying to make people forget. I I Dylan, I don't know. Like I I keep they keep saying they're done with this. No, Netflix is going to buy DC and then they're going to revive the Snyderverse. Oh my God, Just stop it. I'm so excited for Rebel Moon, his his Star Wars movie that's on Netflix. It's going to be so good. 
Don't I'm joking. It's stop. not Star Wars. It's his Star Wars script that's being made on Netflix. It's going to be so good. We're going to do a review. It's not a question. I, um, oh, yeah, of course we're doing a review. That's obviously not in question. And if it's playing at Cinemark, we will be going uh, to the large screen that we can to support Zaddy. Um, <laughs> okay, we can move on to other DC. Um, we got a first look via set photos. It's not really our first look. It's our fifth um, we look. Got a, we got a better look, though. Like yeah. This is a like, really clear look. Yeah, I sent them to you here of uh, yeah, Lady them. Gaga as Harley Quinn. And like presumably one of these is her in costume because it's Joker. They're not going to do like the full. Right. She's know, not going to wear the full like jester outfit. Up. Right. <laughs> um, But I mean, it's looking good so far. It, I feel like, you know, look, Joker looked good. Yeah, I, I, I did. So I don't think there's any issues there. I think this movie is going to look good. I just. It's very eye roll. Yeah. The one image I sent you of her kissing like a lady. Um, you, there's like a video of that. And the lady's like, I guess, protesting Harley Quinn. And she's like, you're going to hell. And then Harley Quinn qu- kisses her. And she, you know, she's like, so are you. And that's the scene. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's not that deep. I don't know. Well, uh, it, I'm sure it's well, just out of context. And Well, it sounds a lot like the first movie. You know, it sounds a lot like film bro i don't know what i'm talking about seems very like a opening scene of scream six <laughs> you know <laughs> i like films well this is going to be a giallo movie so certainly great well yeah like malignant exactly um i don't know man. i don't know I, I i mean i mean i am excited for it i am excited for it it's a it's supposed to be a musical i don't know i I'm looking forward to watching it. I don't know me what too. I'm going to see. Yes. Okay. That That is correct. I'm looking forward to watching it. I don't know what we're going to get, but I want to see it. I, it do, I do too. I do too. <laughs> I, I'm I'm anticipating mostly hating it. I agree. But I think I think Gaga's going to give it her all like she did in House of Gucci, you know? Of course. For better or worse, uh, I think she'll commit. <laughs> oh, d- oh, absolutely. That is That is going to happen. I don't know. We'll when is see. it coming out? Um, Do we know? Is it this year? October 4th, 2024. Next year. <laughs> so never. Okay. So who knows? <laughs> so never. It's a year. It's a year and a half away. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to be talking um, about this for all time. Exactly. That's fine. Um, In terms of the DC being reset, um, yes. that's the Elseworlds, Elseworlds movie, but Aquaman 2 still has to come out. That's the final. I guess like. I thought, I thought Shazam was it. No, we still have Blue Beetle, Aquaman 2, and uh, is there you... another one? Or is that it? I don't know, but like, it really is kind of stupid. Oh, Flash. To... Duh. Well, yeah, but it's kind of really stupid to announce that you're resetting everything and you still have movies to promote. Yeah, it's giving New Mutants coming out after Disney bought Fox. It's not <laughs> good. <know? laughs> um, but Jason Momoa thinks he's sticking around. Mm. Um, does he? Uh, he says, I absolutely think Aquaman will be involved in the DCU, which is what they're calling the new universe. It's on, bro. Uh, there's no one bigger than Aquaman, but but also, Dylan. I hope people are excited to see the new one. It's fun. I really enjoy working, enjoy doing comedy. Um, there's some funny stuff with Patrick Wilson. I really adore him. We had a great time working together. It's like we're brothers. Uh, whatever. He goes on, but okay, he's saying Aquaman's a comedy and that it's a part of the DCU. Okay, I, first of all, does he even know what he's talking about in terms of like new continuity and resetting? 
Like, um, is, is he speaking from a place of ignorance, or does he, or, or is this Aquaman two confirmed for to connect to the new universe? If I were Peter Safran and James Gunn, I would not tell him that he's not part of the new universe yet. You know, if that was sure. what the plan was, I would keep him in the dark as well. And so like, oh, maybe I would string him along until <laughs> until he's done promoting the movie. You're probably right. Um, so I it's think maybe idea. he was told that, uh, or he maybe he <laughs> believes that. Um, but then also not believing him implies that like they know what they're doing to some extent and will wipe away some of the things that weren't working. So maybe he's right and then he is sticking around, you know? Right. What and do we know? I don't know, dude. I think this whole thing is a mess and I feel like it's constantly changing. Or maybe just like, maybe not changing. I feel like everything is so in flux that like, it's so hard to keep track of. And I just well, need yeah. Flash to come out. <laughs> just, we need Flash and then we need Aquaman. Well, yeah, but I think Flash will... Okay, you know what? Okay, I'm lying to myself. I was going to say, I feel like Flash will give us answers, but I, it won't. Absolutely not. No. Ain't no way. It Ain't should. No way. It should, but it, it won't. It should shuffle it to be last and Flash should reset the universe. But what do we know? I mean, Nothing. did we talk about the... Ben Affleck directing thing on the last one. I can't remember if we did. Um, I don't think so. Okay, well, a gun tweeted. I'll just end with this. Just uh it's like I feel like we'll illustrate that we maybe shouldn't believe everything we're told about the DC universe so far. Um, Gunn said Ben Affleck really wants to be part of our architecture team, uh, trying to bring things together. And he really wants to direct one of our projects, and we're looking forward to him doing that. That's what James Gunn tweeted. The- and then a few the days later, team. a few days later, Ben Affleck in an interview said, I would not direct something for James Gunn, DC. Absolutely not. I have nothing <laughs> against James Gunn. Nice guy. Sure, he's doing, he's going to do a great job. I just wouldn't want to go in and direct the way they're doing that. I'm not interested in that. So, wow. so yeah, heck no. I, I don't like that. Guy. I'm not going to work for that guy. He's cool, but like. I think he's just extremely burned by dc well, because oh, why he, wouldn't he, he won be? academy award for best director and then he was back he has an he has an academy award for writing and directing yeah like and then he was batman right which i think he did a good job but i do uh, too like they I, did not i mostly well. like ben affleck like i think he's i think he's a good performer um he was set up for failure there, yeah absolutely that's a great way to put it there was no you way get a movie was, Give no, us movie. no, he sure didn't. Whatever. That's yeah, all. But... That's all the uh, DC news I have, though. Wow, what a time! You have any so... DC news to add? Uh yeah. I'm. You I'm make gonna, something up. I'm reporting it that uh, Sean Gunn is going to be cast as uh, Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, the, uh, he plays he plays a uh, Weasel in Suicide Squad and and uh, Rocket Raccoon in Guardians. No. Bradley Cooper's Rocket Raccoon. He plays Kraglin in Guardians. Well, he Dylan. does the he does the mocap. Oh, Rocket. he does the mocap. Yeah, does, I did, actually didn't know that. Does he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, he's Batman. So you're like, he's not going to be a creature anymore. He's just going to be Batman. Man yeah. Bat? No, Batman. Okay. Both. What's the animal? He could be Crypto. What a uh, DC? What's <laughs> your actual? What's your actual prediction for who? He for, will where will Sean Gunn end up? Um. What's like Calendar a creature? man? Oh, creature. Oh, you I, think, I'm still thinking of like CGI. Uh, no, you're probably what's right. the what's the 
Um, isn't there a kangaroo? Wonder Woman's kangaroo. Yeah, Wonder Woman's kangaroo. That that's okay. it confirmed. You heard it here first. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.